studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. So fine, through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you, Bob Dylan's most famous song. People call, say it be webbed But in 1965, it would have been Dylan's only number one single, if not for the Beatles, who zipped ahead and kept the song at number two. Beatles did it with help. All the music. Coming back from the commercial breaks are songs that peaked at number two on the U.S. pop charts. This is no exception. Seems so proud about having to be scrounging. Just wait for John to get back to the bathroom. Oh, hey, John. Oh, hey, man. Yeah, sorry. I just went in a bucket in the corner. Oh, I thought it was a bucket. Hey, 222.22. Drop a deuce. John's Joints, where John rolls up some fat news stories, passes them around, and we all partake and expand our minds a little bit. John, I'll tell you, if there's one thing I hate in the morning, it's those few minutes when I can't locate my damn glasses. If only there was something I could do to where I would no longer have to wear glasses. That's something I don't mention enough. Uh, the, the the many, many pairs of glasses that I lost throughout my life. I'm not uh, very good at keeping track of things in general. And definitely through the high school years uh, into my early 20s, uh, it was a very regular thing for me to not just momentarily misplace them, but to lose them altogether. And I don't have to worry about that anymore because of the GOAT, Dr. Uptograph and Uptograph Laser Vision. I've been lucky enough to partner with Uptograph Laser Vision. I had the gift of uh, of receiving LASIK and it, it's it's been amazing. It really truly has. It feels somewhere between medicine and magic because I was in and out in about four hours. A lot of that just kind of getting prepped and them telling you what to expect. The procedure itself in the uh, the very fancy LASIK suite is only about fifteen minutes. Uh, then you chill out a little bit there. Uh, they have you go home. They want you to take a nice long nap. And when I woke up, better than twenty twenty vision. I get people messaging me and asking me like, "What's the recovery time? What can I do?" You know. Can I, am I going to be able to do stuff? I went on a road trip to the beach uh, the next morning and was out of town, had a great time, no pain, no discomfort. And right now, Uptograph Laser Vision is offering $1,000 off LASIK, and the consultation is free. So go ahead and give them a call, 727-551-2020, or book online today at LASIK, the number four, me.com. So things are heating up in the uh, Russia-Ukraine situation. It does seem that that some will tell you Russia hasn't officially invaded. But this is a... I mean, I don't really think they're doing good. But this is a boss move. What you do is the place that you're going to invade, you just tell everybody that you've determined that's now part of Russia. So that when you go in there... You're just like, hey, this is ours. You know, we, we look at we signed it away yesterday. This is ours now. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the world doesn't seem to be buying into that. Oh. Uh, specifically, old, uh, Uncle Joe. Joe Biden announced a short time ago sanctions on Russia after Pres- President Vladimir Putin moved forces toward a full-scale invasion of Ukraine following the recognition of eastern regions of the country that are now independent republics. Man. 
This is a weird way to wage war. Oh, that was good. Uh, weird way to wage war because it's not just we're going to come and crush you. There's so many mental games in the way that they're doing this by making parts of Ukraine Russia and then saying we're going on a peacekeeping mission to our new parts of our country to stop them from the bad people of, of Ukraine. It really is a total uh, mental yeah. F. I, I imagine even more so if you're in uh, if you're in Ukraine. Yesterday, Vladimir Putin recognized two regions of Ukraine as independent states, and he bizarrely asserted that these regions are no longer part of Ukraine and they are sovereign territory. Biden said during his remarks Tuesday afternoon, uh, to put it simply, Russia just announced that it's carving out a big chunk of Ukraine. Um Who's in the here? I have the clip of this next quote here. That right. this is this is some of the more heated uh, heated comments towards towards Putin from Biden. All right, tough talk. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries on territory that belong to his neighbors? This is a flagrant violation of international law and demands a firm response from the international community. So the, we we are responding, and, and I, I think the average person, unless you uh, have a full grasp on the financial inner workings of the relationship between Russia and the United States, uh, they probably don't mean much. Uh, but he said the sanctions would include implementing full blocking sanctions on two large Russian financial institutions, uh, VEB and their military bank. Uh, previewed the U.S. would stop the Nord Stream Two, uh, which is a uh, which is a pipeline. Uh, an oil pipeline for moving forward after Germany said it would halt its licensing. Uh, and I do. Here's here's the part that sucks. And, and I, I don't know if there's any way to sugarcoat it. Uh, people like to look at the uh, at the gas pumps as a gauge of, of what's going on in our country. And I would say right now, a lot of people feeling like things aren't good and that that price is too high. Well, I can't help but feel uh, like this is a little sneak peek at messing with this pipeline and doing things to Russia and everything that comes along with it is going to affect us in some different ways as well uh, if we if we take uh, Joe yeah. and his word here. Agreed. Defending freedom will have cost for us as well and here at home. We need to be honest about that. But as we will do but as we do this, I'm going to take robust action to make sure the pain of our sanctions is targeted at the Russian economy, not ours. It's good. It's good. It's good. But I just feel that there's always a sugar coating on stuff like this. So, so the quote, "Defending freedom will have costs for us as well." Mm. I, I, I'd like to think. I'd like to lean more on the second part where he says it won't be our economy. But I just feel that is a warning of sorts that I don't. That I'm not necessarily excited about. Like, like bend over and get ready for it. Just if you think this is bad, yeah. uh, just wait. What's to come? And, and hopefully it won't be. I still think. The, the unknown is how far do they push this and how ugly does it get and how much do they force our hand to have to do more? Because still, we know what Biden's saying. I don't know how bad this pisses off Russia, and, and maybe we won't know until the lights go out. Right. Yeah, literally. Uh, I'd like to uh, call this the future potential Tampa Bay quarterback portion of the oh, joints. All right, great. Russell Wilson. Oh. I'm full. I, I, I just want to say it here if I haven't said it enough. Right now, 
I, John Senning, yep. am fully behind the idea of Russell Wilson coming to Tampa Bay. Best name of any that, I've, that yeah, I'm hearing I, out there. I just love the idea of, I think he's a good dude. He's a cornball. It's hard for me to get over the fact that he's such a cornball, and I think some of his, uh, and after living through the cornball era of James Winston, I don't love that, but I think he's a good dude. He's been in two Super Bowls, almost won the second one even. If they would have just ran Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I just think... As far as being a good dude and a great player, he's the perfect cross-section that could do some good uh, for Tampa right now. And Russell Wilson says he is interested in exploring his options this offseason. And according to the new report, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have reportedly done a lot of work to acquire him in the offseason in the wake of Tom Brady's recent retirement. On this past Friday's The Herd with Colin Coward, he reacted to these rumors and broke down what exactly he believes it would take to make the trade happen, going on to say, Tampa is the kind of team that could address something Seattle needs. They could give Seattle the pass rusher they've been looking for. They've got really good players inside the box. They could give Seattle a tight end, maybe a Cameron Bray. I'd prefer an O.J. Howard, personally. Uh, Their offensive line is stout center right guard uh so they have things that could probably lure russell wilson uh to tampa bay how many uh pending lawsuits does russell have involving massage therapists from what i can gather uh russell wilson is on the up and up he's got a super fun hot wife uh sierra who uh you know you know had the song goodies which i love very very much uh, on the track with pd pablo and I, I would like to see them be members of the community here. I've got right. no problem with it at all. Um, so that's none? No no, no pending? Okay, no, good. Nope. And, Not and, like Deshaun Watson. Do you think they really waited to get married to have sex? No. See, because, you know, Sierra and uh, Russell Wilson supposedly did. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I don't believe that. Mm. But what a cool lie. Yeah. Uh, if I was Seattle and thought, all right, we need to upgrade the O-line, give me three first-round picks, and I'll take another receiver beyond DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and give me a pass rusher, these are the holes that could be filled by Tampa, in the words of Colin Coward, who, you know, he's kind of a bum anyways. The Seahawks finished last in the NFC West last season at 7-10, and 10, the team's worst record since drafting Wilson. However, he boasts a 104-53 and 53 all-time career record. Um, I, I think it's exciting. If there's something to get exciting about, excited about, I'll lean on that. And I know that Rick Stroud uh, got no beef with the guy. He is definitely throwing out all the options because I've seen Jameis Winston may be our best bet. It looks like Deshaun Watson is our best bet. And then his article today, uh, get ready because Blaine Gabbert might be the quarterback we need, uh, which kind oh. of delved in. It is, I will say though, he kind of said the things that I've thought in that, I think there's a lot of unknown about Blaine Gabber because yeah. the guy he's and he digs into this uh, in his article. The guy's had eight or nine head coaches. He's bounced all around the league. He was drafted extremely high. He was one of these guys that never got an opportunity like a Kyle Trask or others to sit behind and learn. I think when you throw these guys right out of college on a bad teams and no line, they're going to look bad for yep. extended periods of time. So I don't totally hate the idea of Blaine Gabber. Not the sexiest option, but uh, I, I I don't hate it. Me either. Um, I think Russell Wilson could benefit from a change of scenery, and I think the Seahawks could too. So this might be a win-win. It might be. Uh, and, and keeping within the potential quarterbacks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the embattled Houston's Texans quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who as of late has been directly tied to Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Minnesota Vikings, uh, can face questions under oath. This was decided by a judge in nine of the 22, yes, 
22 sexual misconduct lawsuits he faces over accusations of harassment and sexual assault. That came from a Houston judge yesterday. Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, had been pushing against the depositions and filed a motion last week to delay his client's testimony until sometime after April 1st. Harden claimed he needed that time to obtain depositions from the 22 plaintiffs uh, and also because it would give Watson the chance to know if he'll face charges over uh, the accusation in Houston before testifying under oath. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not a local story, so I don't know that everybody knows what is going on, uh, but just know that there are 22 accusers, and I believe all of them are massage therapists. Masseuse? Massage therapists. Masseuse? Massage therapists. What's a masseuse? Uh, that implies uh, dirty oh, stuff. Oh, it does? Yeah. No way. Those in the massage community think that masseuse implies uh, hand stuff. If I walked into a mas- if I said, oh, you're the best masseuse I've ever had, it would be a derogatory term in the masseuse community? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. I can argue about it. Okay. If you say. I mean, uh, well, here, well, clearly, uh, Deshaun Watson thought he was visiting some masseuses because uh, he, he was very regularly... Get them to rub up on his wiener. He oh. would rub his wiener up on them. Oh. Um, I mean, there are a lot of details. You got 22 uh, different women. Um, so Ugh. so let me just give you, uh, and, and these are all a lot. Some of them came to his home. Uh, other things, uh, hold on, I've got a little, uh, uh, this puts all of it together. The plaintiffs, okay. most of who work as massage therapists or in other professions, all filed separate lawsuits as Jane Doe's in 2021, claiming that Watson exposed himself, attempted to coerce them into sex, and in some cases, touched them with his penis. Two of the women also sued for sexual assault, claiming Watson forced them to perform oral sex on him. Oh, man. Now all of the plaintiffs have agreed to be identified after two Harris County judges in Texas ordered 13 of the Jane Doe's to publicly disclose their names last year. So, I mean, this this is not a guy that I want in Tampa Bay. I Imagine mean, after Antonio Brown, you bring in somebody like this. I mean, it's just, it's so bad all the way around. And I'm sorry, if you've got a case and you want to try and explain it away, I'm probably not going to believe it most of the time, but you're talking about 22 women, and that's got to probably be the tip of the iceberg. I think this dude is a bad, bad dude. I think he's a predator, and I will also say, as much as I'm into Russell Wilson, I am against Deshaun Watson, and I think it's gross if anybody is. Why would you, and I know there are people in Tampa, respected voices within the Bucks fans community clamoring for this, and why would you I mean, 22 women. That's a what, lot. What does that say about you? I mean, you you have predatory behavior. And uh, we'll keep you abreast on this just in case anything is uh, this. This man is going to come to Tampa. Uh, but let's just hope that's not the case. I, I would think that they, they would exclude him just based on these allegations. Yeah, I, and that would, you know, I think that's the sad part is when you look at I don't really know if it's if it's if you can compare Jameis to to Antonio Brown or to Deshaun, but he did get the uh, the old clam dip with the Uber. Those True. allegations came down while a Buccaneer, and, yep. and they did not get rid of him or anything like that. So I will say, and then kind of turning the blind eye. Remember, Antonio Brown was signed, and they uh, and he had that altercation where he threw the bicycle at the woman and all that. Never heard anything about that. So. No. Sadly, it pains me to say, I think the Buccaneers might turn a blind eye here and there if they think it can help them win a game or two. I really hope not. Uh, Man, so last week I touched on the story that White Castle is adding uh, the Fry robots uh, pretty much across the country. They've already implementing some of the flipper robots, which flip burgers. Now we've got uh, Fry robots. 
And this has got to just be a direct response to the debacle taking place in restaurants. Yeah. And, and, and if you think, okay, I'm safe, I'm a server, the robots are coming for your job now. Uh, business is booming at the Anna Maria Oyster Bar uh, with record numbers. There's one challenge uh, that remains, and that is staffing. This article from Fox 13 um, uh, interviews the, the restaurant Restaurant president. Did you find that uh, that terminology yeah, interesting? Weird. Do they nominate the president of the restaurant? It's an or? elected position. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Horn saying it's hard to get people back in the workforce. Not my Hos- president. Hospitality has been the hardest hit in- industry in the state of Florida. But in this restaurant, a solution has arrived. An order of calamari can be seen in this picture that I'm looking at, delivered to table 22, being carried by Pearl. She's a robot that can wheel out food and give servers a hand along uh, with more time with their guests. I mean, I love this for being, I think that from now on, only robots should run food. Because then if you've got a decent expo that who can set it on the thing, yeah. then, then the servers don't have to worry about running their food. So it may lead to a better experience. Some people probably might not have jobs because if they were going to be food runners, but this probably makes service better. And what restaurant is this? This is the, uh, is this a... No, but it's an oyster bar, right? Yeah, Anna Maria Oyster Bar. Do you think you could tell the difference between the way a human shucks and a robot shucks? Dude, shucking is a skill. It is. You gotta, you oh. gotta shuck it just right or you're not gonna get what you want out of it. Well, and I'll say 99% of shuckers out there, they shuck bad. Right. I like, uh, because I, I told you, I, I went on and on about that Captain Bill's Oyster Bar over in on Treasure Island. Some of the best shucking... I've ever seen or witnessed. Because the other big thing is, properly shucked, they pop it off the uh, off the shell as well. Yeah, you don't want it to where you've got to do that with your little fork and then you rip it up. Oh. When it's perfectly shucked and off the shell completely, no ro- no robot's going to be able to do that. That's what I'm saying. So, like, suppose they bring it to you and it's not shucked properly. I don't want to get shucked by a robot. I'll get shucked by whoever's going to shuck me best. I'm trying to to make sense of or come to peace with is that you know everybody who wants to say this is this is just the chickens co- coming home to roost and that pe- the the service industry has been treating their employees like garbage forever yeah. and finally they just know better. I don't buy into that completely, but maybe a little bit. Is is this now the fix? Is this the way that the restaurants get to say we're not going to treat you better? We're not going to change the way we do things. We'll just get robots to do your job for you because it, it doesn't feel that there's been this big paradigm shift with the way the restaurant industry specifically is being run. And I think this is kind of, at least in this situation, the restaurant putting their, their nizzuts on the, on the uh, workforce's face and saying, hey, we don't need you anymore because yeah. we're just going to have robots cooking our food and serving our food. Because I'm sure, you know, it's got a little screen on it. I wonder if you can take your order. Because, I mean, what's really the difference between a human a human with an iPad or a robot that just brings the iPad to the table? Here's the difference. Uh, if you bring me my calamari and you forgot my marinara sauce, are you able to say to the robot, hey, I need some cal- well, some mar- marinara sauce? I think so. Oh, I mean, okay. I don't know that for a fact, but I, but there's a computer screen on the front of the uh, of the robot. Oh. So I imagine <laughs> that there's like a little, do you need anything, you okay. know, do you need anything else? All right. I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll hope for the best. Um, I don't know why the Matthew Stafford story popped into my head uh, when I saw this story about um, 
about this lawyer in St. Pete. As far as I know, she does not have a record, and she's a lawyer, so I just assume she's a stand-up, somewhat of a stand-up citizen. If she had a just a complete uh, laundry list of criminal records, she wouldn't be a lawyer, right? Correct. So when we were talking about the Matthew Stafford thing, I just said everybody's got a bad day or a bad yeah. moment, or they can just do really stupid things when they're drunk. And, and giving the woman the benefit of the doubt, I'll say that's what happened here, and it's right up the road. A lawyer has been arrested after authorities say she stripped completely buck-ass naked at a bar after being refused service because she was already too drunk. Whoops. Uh, her name is Kelly Elkins. I'm sorry, Kelly. And she was booked in the Pinellas County Jail on Friday on a misdemeanor count of disorderly conduct, making it, oh, okay, making it her second time behind bars uh, that week. She was released uh, just hours uh, before on her own or after on her own recognizance. Uh, the defendant walked into the restroom and then came back into the bar unclothed. Uh, the manager told Elkins to put her clothes back on and leave, but she refused. Where is the lounge? Uh, is beach not, lounge. Is that not right here? Uh, it says uh, she was refused service at the beach lounge. I don't know where that is. I, I was. You want to know what? I think I was thinking of Wilson's Lounge, which oh. is up on uh, which is up on Fourth Street. This uh, looks like a strip. Like it's in yeah, some strip. It's, mall. I would imagine it's uh, it's the kind of place you go into at two thirty five a.m. where you wouldn't be that surprised to see a naked lawyer come walking yeah, through the front door. Exactly. Um, so just two days earlier, Elkins was arrested on a charge of obtaining food or lodging with intent to to defraud. This woman's on a bender. Yeah, she had lunch and, and, and booze drinks valued at 38 bucks in St. Pete on Wednesday afternoon, and she didn't have the money to pay, so she offered her purse. Uh, Nori Thai, I've never been there before. I would oh. say if you, just as a side note, if you are in the St. Petersburg region and looking for Thai, uh, there's only one option, and that's Thai Walk yep. uh, right on 4th Street uh, in the Winn-Dixie Plaza. Correct. Across from the Winn-Dixie Plaza. No naked lawyers coming through the front door. It's just interesting. I mean, this sounds like maybe a meltdown. Like maybe a uh, uh, maybe a midlife crisis or whoa, whoa, whoa. well, I'm just saying to make it in life that far and then just in the span of a week not be able to pay your bill and then also get butt naked like she's clearly going through something. She's probably wrestling with some issues. I'm here for you, Kelly. If you'd like to reach out, yeah, I'd, we'd we'd love to we'd love to chat. Yep. So. I don't know how much this is going to come to fruition. It was definitely discussed on the heels of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Uh, but now uh, he's starting to name names and he says he's coming for people uh, for defamation in the way that they framed him and referred to him after and during his trial. Uh, the Illinois teen who was acquitted of all charges in the shooting deaths of two protesters appeared on Tucker Carlson last night where he announced plans to sue individuals and media companies for negative coverage of him. Uh, Rittenhouse had traveled to Kenosha with an assault-style rifle and subsequently shot and killed two protesters in the summer of 2020. Uh, Rittenhouse says he and his team have launched the Media Accountability Project uh, to fundraise. And I've got a short clip here where he uh, he names some names on who he might uh, be thinking about coming for. Hell yeah. Went through. Yeah, I mean, they tried to imprison you for the rest of your life. It wasn't coverage. It was advocacy. You have a lot of potential targets to sue yourself. Will you be suing any of these news organizations? And if so, when? Um, well, right now we're looking at quite a few uh, politicians, celebrities, athletes. Whoopi Goldberg's on the list. She called me a murderer after I was acquitted by a jury of my peers. She went on to still say that. And there's others. Don't forget about Sank from the Young Turks. He called me a murderer before verdict and continues to call me a murderer. Interesting. And 
It's very. I'll be curious because you know the uh, the Covington kid uh, with the with the MAGA hat and yeah. the uh, Native American. You know he did get he got paid. He did get paid. He got paid fat. So yeah. I mean, just going off what we know, um, you know, this also. I'm going to try to work through this thought that I had okay. properly and see if you can if you can hang with me. You know, I don't know what's in Kyle Rittenhouse's heart. I really don't. But but I just realized in these big monumental things if your voice is going to truly be heard sadly you're probably going to have to have the support of one of the extremes you know what i mean like the only people oh, yeah. the only people who are going to support Kyle Rittenhouse during this trial and and after are are the most extreme versions and i don't even know that a middle point whatever that means in the spectrum of politics now has a voice so the, this thing that we always say people are pushed to the most extreme versions of every political party, yeah. like I don't know for a fact that Kyle Rittenhouse is is comes right from Tucker's loins, but when it comes to a place where you're going to be able to talk, Tucker and people like him are probably the only place that you can go. And I'm not trying to frame him as something that he's not. I'm just more so making a point that when it comes to having your voice heard in situations like this, there is no middle ground for people to share their opinions. It's 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 you're either going to have your arms wrapped around you by the extreme of the left or the extreme of the right, because nobody even listens to anybody in the middle anymore. And, and, and they're just represented by the worst of both. So as I sat there, the worst part about it was that I'm like, man, is there no better place that you can deliver your message of all this because no one's gonna let him get it out there nobody would let him get it out there so now we're on the list yeah well well we are but i do just wonder you know all the other ways that the the lack of of a middle ground affects the way we see things you know see things because it's when you see somebody on fox news with tucker there's automatically something that goes off in your mind if you see somebody you know spilling their heart out to rachel maddow on msnbc you think a different thing so it's just you wish that there was a way for people to communicate and 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 not have to be uh, so tied to one side or the other but i think those days are never going to happen correct uh, you know, sometimes, so we have a new, we have a new neighbor, we have a new neighbor. And, uh, I, I, I told you that they, that they came and they were, when they were working, they like knocked on the door, but, um, I believe there may be an issue with the music because, um, you know, in the evening, specifically when I'm cooking dinner, I will put on music yeah. and, and the previous neighbor, very non-confrontational, right. very non-confrontational. She, she one time was like, what kind of music do you listen to? And I was like, oh, you know, we listen to a lot of reggae, but, you know, country and stuff, too. And then she said to me, this is the most uh, <laughs> passive aggressive thing ever. She goes, oh, do you have people play live in there? Like, do you have musicians come over? Oh, my God. That's quite passive. And I was like, no, no, Bob, but I'll keep it down. Well, last night I had, uh, I, I had put the, we, we got the new setup for the record player, which is up against the neighbor's wall. Yeah. So that may need to be moved. But as soon as this got bumping a little bit, um, boom, 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 oh, three, three pounds on the wall. So then I'm like, okay, let me let me turn it down, and everything's going to be okay. Um, I bring up that story because that's the best case scenario. Here's the worst case scenario: a St. Petersburg man was arrested for attempted murder after he stabbed his neighbors over their loud music. An affidavit says that Thomas Matthew uh, Skagalone, who's 38, went to the victim's apartment around noon Monday to confront them about their music being too loud. Police said during the confrontation, the man stabbed one resident multiple times in the upper body. He also stabbed the man's 51-year-old mother in the abdomen. Uh, The victims managed to run away from the attacker. Uh, When police arrived, they found the man still in front of the victim's apartment. He was booked into the Pinellas County Jail on uh, two attempted murder charges. That... One of two things. He's either asked them, and he could just be a psychopath. 
he he either asks them repeatedly and they just won't listen to him, or he's been sitting over there stewing for yeah. years, and this was him finally yep. cracking with a knife and, and attacking them. Yeah, uh, I'd say probably more the second than the first. What do you do in an apartment, though? I mean, oh, this is—I I feel that these because this this new neighbor must just be way more active than than our previous neighbors because I've never heard anything. The other morning after I woke up, I swore I heard her like the buttons on the microwave. Like, oh, wow. That's how much I heard. So I'm just like, what can you do in your own home without somebody hearing you? Man. And you just have to, I mean, maybe we've been lucky up until then, but, um, and on a, this is a light note, but it, something about it made me really sad. A California dog was reunited with her family this month after being missing for 12 years. Oh my God. The canine, Zoe, who's 13, had been dropped off on a rural property outside of Stockton when she was found by someone who called the authorities on February 10th saying she appeared old and unwell. Animal service officer Brandon Levin retrieved the dog, scanned her microchip, and determined that the dog had been reported missing uh, from Lafayette, California in 2010, about 60 miles away from where the dog was found. Zoe had been missing for so long that in 2015, the company that manufactures the microchip Listed her as deceased oh. on the record. Uh, the owners say we got her at the pound when she was six, month, six months old. They were uh, with us for about six months and then went to the store for about 20 minutes and came back and she was missing. So normally abandoned, lost dog found by owners yeah. after some period of time, heartwarming. Sure. I don't want to be morbid and I don't want to be sad. They're pretty much getting the dog back in time for it to die. Right. Like, I mean, there, there's, it's. It's heartwarming, but imagine you lost this dog as a puppy, and now you have this elderly dog, which, don't get me wrong, it needs love, and, yeah. and wrap your arms around this dog and make its last days everything that you can, but... You missed the best years of this missed, dog's life. You missed everything yeah. of their life, and, yeah. and now here, you know, and, and I see it here, it's got oh. a big bone, and I hope it's, you know, I hope it's uh, doing okay, but... It's kind of sad. Uh, and everybody's pissed off, uh, which they should be, but um, everybody should be pissed off at you if you spent uh, $200 uh, on this uh, streaming device to get the new Kanye uh, album that was supposed to drop at midnight. As far as I know, it still hasn't dropped, uh, and these people um, uh, bought these STEM players Idiots. Uh, last week. Kanye announced Donda 2 will only be available on my platform. The STEM player, not Apple, not Spotify, no YouTube. Today's artists get 12% of the money the industry makes. It's time uh, to free music from the oppressive system. It's time to take control and build your own. Uh, it was 230 bucks uh, to get uh, to get one of these things uh, with the promise that Donda 2 would drop last night. And I don't think it's dropped yet. What a clown. Yeah. Um, is it going to be all diss tracks on Pete Davidson? Not all, but there will be several Pete references. I, I wonder if he's going to have some Pete references that are going to get him in trouble. I don't know. Yeah. He's pretty untouchable. Yep. I'm all burnt up. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hello? Oh. What? I got one other last thing I got to oh. tell the people. Drew Grab Alive, hello. Hey, guys. It's Cross. Hold on for me, cross check. Yeah, what do you got? Just that uh, I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that the Hard Mountain Dew uh, has oh. released in Florida.